everyone welcome back to let's talk but god's way wherever you are right now whether it's in the car whether it's you're still in bed whether you're getting a good workout in i welcome you and i'm excited for today's episode within our series season two set apart so today's episode is going to be getting rid of your strongholds So there's some scripture that I want to read that's going to kind of encompass of what we're talking about today. It's in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6. And then we're going to kind of dissect these verses really quick. It says, For though we walk in flesh, we are not waging war against the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to, captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when, it, when your obedience is complete. And y'all, first I'm going to kind of dissect of what it means to have a stronghold. A stronghold can have a lot of different manifestations and what it might look like but it in essence is anything that keeps you from communion with God maybe it's a a habitual sin or an habitual thought that you keep um, thinking or acting upon or maybe it's even a defensive structure um, some sort of security blanket that we don't necessarily want to give up or maybe it's something that we were kind of instilled with uh, since we were younger maybe it's something that we just thought was what we needed to do or how we needed to do things but I want to um just kind of let you know that like those are all strongholds those anything that keeps you from God in verse 4 it says for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but have divine power to destroy strongholds so in these verses it's talking about destroying those strongholds um, getting rid of those strongholds because those strongholds are the thing that's keeping us from being one with God or being more Christ-like and you can't defeat flesh with flesh like it says our warfare are not of the flesh but have divine power to destroy those strongholds so it's saying that you can only destroy those strongholds with divine power because flesh will never be able to defeat flesh the fight requires divine power to remove the items that are taking up space in your house so there's this analogy um, it's think of the you know you are a house so sometimes you have things in your house strongholds in your house the foundation that you built upon maybe were those strongholds and we're at a point where we have to get rid of those strongholds either cut it off or cut it out clean everything out replace the old lives with the truth replace the old enemy old lies with the word of God what God says biblical foundation right so in John 10 10 we know the devil comes to the devil comes only to kill steal and destroy so he's trying to keep you from God and what God has for you what God has planned for you and what God's purpose is for you in this life when you're in the world 
it's easier to start to reflect the world. It's easier to start to become of the world and the way that we operate, the way that we move is starting to reflect the way that our flesh moves. So whether that mean in your walk, um, in your relationships, um, it can be, you know, a number of things. And in pertaining to in your relationships, there was this girl, um, at this seminar and um, I was talking to her and we did like an anonymous kind of like what are things that you're going through what are the temptations that you're going through and she she had a, a answer along the lines of um, her being with a boyfriend and he was wanting to take the relationship to the next step, step whether um, that that meaning sexually and she didn't want to do it but she felt like when she expressed that to him he got mad at her and she asked you know I was supposed to be answering these questions and in that moment you know I, I answered it but I keep thinking about this sort of take on that and if she's listening, I really hope she is. So this will be like a, a better way for me to kind of sum up what I was saying. But love without commitment is just manipulation. That's what kept like after that, after that moment, that's what kept like referring in my mind. Love without commitment is just manipulation. If his first priority is not his commitment to God, he will not be committed to giving you the love God designed you to have within communion, within community, within your relationships, right? So um, in this in this, this episode, like I said, when we start to align our, our walk and our relationships with the world, it's easier to become the world and we get into situations that God never designed us to go through. Um, that was not his will for us to walk by the flesh. It was to to fight the flesh with divine power, like it says in 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. And moving along, so at this point, you know, think of the house, think of the things, and try to do some reflection on maybe um, allow God to, you know, pray to God for him to recognize and for him to let you know what those strongholds are because sometimes you're even sitting here and some strongholds are hidden unseen and just allow him to reveal those strongholds to you so you can clean everything out of that house and replace that stronghold with the truth replace it with god replace it with scripture um so at this point we're cleaning everything out with scripture with the truth removing the old replacing the, replacing with the new and there's some scripture that I want to kind of help you and lead you into cleaning out that house and to start in that process. So it's Philippians 4 and 8, 4, 8 through 9, actually. So finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence is there, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So whatever is not true, not honorable, not just, not pure, not lovely, not commendable, um, let it go. Let it go. Let it out and move along. So at this point, we're cleaning everything out with scripture, with the truth 
removing the old, replacing the, replacing with the new, getting rid of those strongholds. So after you do this point, um, after you recognize those strongholds and you um, ask God to take those from you, yes, for forgiveness for maybe it's that habitual sin or thought, um, you can't leave your house empty. You know, uh, you can't leave your house empty. There's a saying, and it's like, how do you furnish a new home piece by piece, you know? So piece by piece, you need to fill your house with God's worth. You need to fill your house with community, y'all. We were made for community. We were made for each other. God, our first mission in life should reflect around God, and our second is around community, you know? Our community is the thing that we need to fill our houses with, our relationship also prayer we need to fill our houses with prayer fill our houses with communication like i said with community um and at this point you're you know you're filling your house you have your house is filled um you're creating a strong foundation you're creating a firm foundation that battle is not yet won so once the house is built it's not yet one, you know, um, it's a constant dying to your flesh and it's a spiritual sanctification through the Holy Spirit and through that firm foundation. You want to know who's right outside the door? I bet you can guess the devil. The enemy is right outside the door. He's right outside the door. He's, he's ready right there knocking because his mission is to keep you from your purpose, to keep you from your goal, to keep you from filling your house with the word of God, filling your house with godly people, filling your house with godly communion, with godly relationships, with prayer with spiritual essence and um, the enemy is there to take that from you and, uh, and try to twist and, def- and defeat you with the flesh and, and um, tempt you with the flesh and try to try to get you to add things to your house that do not align with God. And that's where we get into this position where we got stuff, all kinds of stuff in our house that don't even need to be there. Don't even need to be there. Buying it just to buy it. And that's what happens in our spiritual life as well. That's why I love that analogy so much. And um, two, what is crazy is when I'm in my own life, in my own personal life, when I'm distant from God and I feel myself being distant from God, well, typically, you know, I can't say God is silent because my Bible is closed. In those times where I am distant from God, it's not because he's silent. It's because my Bible is closed. I haven't been in the word. I haven't been doing what I needed to do in order to recharge myself and refuel myself. And in this, this um, there's been seasons in my life where I felt like I've been distant from God. And it's easier to create distance with God when I am distant from God in my own life. That's that's kind of how um, I, I see my walk. And other people are, di- are different. When they're distant from God, that means they hear God the most. For me, it's a little bit different. When The, mo- the more I'm distant, the more I create distance. Um, and at that point, if that's where I am in, in my walk, the enemy has won and their job is over. Like I said in John 10.10, they come to kill, steal, and destroy. 
if I'm distant from God and I'm living in the flesh, they have nothing to destroy. They have what they want. They have nothing to steal, kill, or destroy. They have they have me exactly where they want me. They have me exactly where they want me in order to keep me from fulfilling my purpose. And that's what I'm here to tell you today, that the enemy is knocking on the door, but the door is already open. You have to walk through it. The door, you're, you are... Only you can can allow passage through your door. It's your decision whether to let the enemy in or not. It's your decision whether to, whether to open the door and welcome in the enemy. And I know it's way easier said than done in that situation with you know temptation coming and but the door that I'm talking about is the door to everlasting life. That door, that door is open for you whenever. Salvation is by grace and through faith, there's nothing you did or ever can to to deserve it. There's nothing we, we can do to deserve it because it was a free gift from God. Salvation was a free gift from God. All we have to do is th- at this point is receive it. Simple enough, right? So maybe, you know, one of, one of you are struggling um, right now in this moment. Maybe you're struggling with your spiritual so- stronghold. Maybe you're struggling in a relationship. Maybe you're struggling um, with suicidal thoughts. Maybe you're struggling with depression. Um, whatever it may be, I'm here to, t- to offer you a way out, to offer you a door of passage. By God's grace and his sacrifice, you can be made free. If this is you right now and you're listening and you feel God is leading you into this, he's leading you into that door, and you want to make that change, it's very, very simple, and you can do it along with me. I want to I lead you in prayer. Um, so with this so um just bow your head it's simple just repeat after me in wherever you are just repeat after me and this is it this is how you'll become saved dear god thank you for sending your son to come to earth to live the life i could not live be the example i could not achieve and the sacrifice for my sins i believe in you lord I ask for Jesus to be the Lord of my life, and I commit my life to you. Amen. And that's it. That's it. That's all it takes, y'all. That's all it takes to be saved. And in that moment, if you if you recited that prayer, I welcome you, and I thank you, and I love you, and I'm excited that I can be your sister in Christ. And if you want to contact me, my email is in the description box, as well as the spiritual references, um, the biblical references. And I'm excited to to welcome you into, into communion and to welcome you into this life. And I'm excited that I could um, lead you in doing so. So I wanted to just hope you all have a great day and hope you you lead and you 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 lead with God and you lead with Christ, not with the flesh, but you fight the flesh with the divine power of God that God has given you, that He's um, giving you given you to defeat 
and whatever strongholds that you have in your life, I pray that God will reveal those things to you in order for you to walk more aligned with God and to fill your house with God's firm foundation and to um, not just have a bunch of stuff in your house that doesn't that don't need to be there. But uh, thank you for coming in and listening today. I hope you have a great day and thank you so much.